0: Good morning. It is Tuesday, the 16th of January, in the year of our Lord, 2024. I'm John David Walt, and this is your wake-up call. Let's begin today in consecration before the Lord. Let's
1: take a deep breath and become aware of the presence of God by His Spirit with us, in us, for us, among us.
0: Wake up, sleeper. Rise from the dead. And
1: Christ will shine on you. Jesus, I belong to you. I lift up my heart to you. I set my mind on you. I fix my eyes on you.
0: I offer my body to you as a living sacrifice.
1: Jesus, we belong to you. And we're praying in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.
0: Today's entry is entitled Prayer and Knowing that God Knows You. Our text is Matthew 6, verses 5 through 8. This is the same text that we had yesterday. Matthew 6, verses 5 through 8. Hear now the word of the Lord. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, They have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them,
1: for your father knows what you need before you ask him. The Word of the Lord. Now consider this. The year was 1988, the place was
0: Memphis, Tennessee, and the surrounding nine state region. We were about to witness the advent of an amazing technological advance we take for granted today. I remember my first encounter of it like it was yesterday. I was in college at the time at the University of Arkansas, also known as the Harvard of the Ozarks. (laughs) On that day, I made a routine telephone call to my father who was in his home in Dumas, Arkansas. As he answered the phone, he didn't say hello. His first words, spoken immediately and in a loud and excited voice. Hey, John David. I was dumbstruck. How on earth did he know it was me? I asked him how he knew. In pure amazement, he said, it says your name on the screen of the phone. Yes, this was the first day of the release of the technology we know as caller ID. I remember thinking in those early days, of the advent of caller ID, this must be what prayer is like. The second I say our father, he doesn't say my son, he says John David. He says your name too. The great miracle of miracles is not that we know God. It is that God knows us. And the more I live, the more I think this is what salvation by grace through faith actually is in its deepest essence. Knowing that God knows me. And knowing because God knows me that God loves me. And knowing that God loves me not because he has to love me, which is only tolerance but because he made me. Indeed, fearfully
1: and wonderfully, he made me. A little lower than the angels, he made me.
0: God doesn't love me in spite of me or despite me, but because of me and because of him. God loves me like a father because I belong to him as a son. And yes, I do not deny that I am a child of wrath deserving hell because of my membership and participation in the rebellious human race who turned and turns away from God because of its self-inflicted broken nature. This only makes me, the love of God, more amazing and gracious and profound and a pure gift. And how do I know this? Well, I don't know it because of cosmology or theology or philosophy or mythology or information technology. I know it because of history. I know it because it happened for god so loved the world that he gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him may not perish but have eternal life john 3:16 he sent his one and only son to seek me out and find me to forgive it all, my sin, to pay my debt, to reconcile me to God, to cleanse me of every spot and stain of sin, to robe me in His righteousness, to crown me with His glory and splendor, to put the ring of His seal of favor on my finger, to hold and behold, and desire, and delight in, and over, and through, me, even me. To stand in the water so I could hear the words spoken over him into the deepest place in me, in my name, John David, you are my son, my beloved with whom I am well pleased. As I say, our Father, the color ID turns into an extravagant embrace. I hear those words every single day as I meet with God, and every single time it changes me. As that water seeps through my skin, it changes me. As I know God knows me completely and accepts me profoundly just as I am, then I can completely and profoundly accept myself just as I am.
1: And I have discovered along the way, this is the only way I can change.
0: Not so I will be known and loved, but because I am known and loved. The magic is the way this compels me to know, love, and completely accept other people without conditions or caveats. Because if this is true for me, it is true for them too. This, my friends, is a
1: supremely powerful reality that can change everything for a person. Now, here's the best part. All I've just said is true for you. All of this
0: is what it means to become and be a righteous person whose prayers are powerful and effective. This is why I say prayer is the lifelong process of becoming a peculiar kind of person who learns to exercise a particular kind of power for the good of the world and the glory of God. And let's pray now our prayer of transformation. Lord Jesus, teach us to pray. I receive your righteousness. And release my sinfulness. I receive your wholeness.
1: And release my brokenness. I receive your fullness. And
0: release my emptiness. I receive your peace. And release my anxiety. I receive your joy. And release my despair. I receive your healing and release my sickness. I receive your love and release my selfishness. Come, Holy Spirit, transform my heart, mind, soul, and strength so that my consecration becomes your demonstration, that our lives become your
1: sanctuary. For the glory of God, our Father. Amen. The question. Our Father has caller ID. How does that encourage you? Do you know God knows you and loves you? Are you growing deeper in this gifted awareness? Today, we're going to sing the hymn, Oh, How I
0: Love Jesus. It's hymn number 153 in our seedbed hymnal, our great Redeemer's praise. Oh, how I love Jesus. And you'll remember that chorus, Because He First Loved Me, 153, 153. All right, everybody, uh, I want to let you know we got another special guest today on the Wake Up Call hymn sing. This is my dad, who after I told you the story of caller ID and him on the other end, So he's here with me. He's going to help
2: us sing our song today. You ready, Dad? Ready. There is a name I love to hear. I love to sing. It's worth. It sounds like music in my ear. The sweetest name on earth. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus, oh, how I love Jesus, because he first loved me. It tells me of a Savior's love, who died to set me free. It tells me of his precious blood, the sinner's perfect plea. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Because he first loved me. Number three. It tells me of one whose loving heart can feel my deepest woe, who in each sorrow bears a part that none can bear below. Oh, how I love Jesus, oh, how I love Jesus, oh, how I love Jesus, Jesus. because he first loved me. It bids my trembling heart rejoice. It dries each rising tear. It tells me in a still small voice to trust and never fear. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus, oh, how I love Jesus, because he first loved me. Jesus, the name I love so well, the name I love to hear. No saint on earth its worth can tell, no heart conceived how dear. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus because he first loved me. Amen. Dad, anything you want to say to the wake up call world? Well, y'all keep listening uh, and we'll keep singing. That's good.
0: Well, gang. It's good to be together here on Tuesday, and uh, it's good to sing together. That's one of the great, great old songs, Frederick Whitfield, eighteen fifty-five. Yeah, I just want to to say, you know, I, I, it's not lost on me that my faith in God as a good Father is is really deeply connected to my experience of having had a good father in my dad and that is of inestimable blessing not a perfect father um, not a father who didn't make mistakes or have or still have shortcomings but a good father and there are many people in the world who did not and do not have that blessing and It's very difficult for them to receive and understand and relate to God as a good father. But what I want to say to you oftentimes, people will even reject the fatherhood of God because of that. I'm saying, you know what? God will heal the broken image that you have of his fathering love. He will heal that patiently, day by day and so my encouragement is to lean in he i have seen god lead people who's had terrible fathers to wind up being healed of that being blessed with his blessing and actually going on to forgive uh their earthly fathers that's real not always reconcile but listen forgiveness is essential reconciliation Man, that can that can happen. And I'm not saying it must happen, but uh, the gospel of Jesus is can do it all. Anyway, I'll close there. Just wanted to lift that up today as an encouragement to you to lean in, don't lean away, and give thanks. I'll see you out there on the field today for the awakening. I'm JD Walt.